0: It amazes me how one decision, one life change, one yes, one no, one left turn, one right turn, one blink of an eye, and everything can change forever. Plot twist. That's life. Sometimes I wonder, y'all, is it really worth making the left or the right turn or just going straight? And that's in all facets of life. Season six is going to dive into something that, hell, I'm even dealing with right now. So, buckle your belts, because in the world of me alone, plot twist, welcome to It's Hard to Be Me, the podcast. Hi everybody, it's Pine Size Diva, and as you all know, this is my podcast, season six, Unplugged. What I mean by that is this, you will hear backgrounds, you will hear no edits, no cuts, just real raw to the facts from the front to the back row also in this season we will have video audio of questions that have come in after the episode has aired and you can go to my Instagram for that it's hard to be me this I T S H A R D. the number two b-e-m-e this episode it was a lot to record so I'm hoping that you guys enjoy it once you do head over to my Instagram uh, web episodes come out on Wednesdays now instead of Tuesdays, and then also you will see the after show of that on Fridays. Stay tuned. Enjoy plot twist. Hi everybody, it's Pine Size Diva and welcome to It's Hard To Be Me The Podcast Season 6 Unplugged. Like I said, you're going to hear me drinking water, I'm doing my makeup as I record this because what I want you guys to catch from this particular season is that everybody's not in the studio. Everybody can't record a podcast where there's quiet and there's no noise and life is not going on because in this season of my life, life is truly, truly going on so I didn't want to keep that from you and so I wanted to record in my natural habitat this season so that way you could feel me, I feel you, and then I can hopefully get your feedback in the comments, in the question section of the Spotify, and I'll also have a question section of the, when I post everything for the podcast, letting me hear from you, what do you think, how are you liking the podcast, what can I do to make it better, and things of that nature, so in the meantime, between time, I'm doing my makeup, but I'm also talking to you guys, just like I will be doing in the after show, it's going to be Friday after episode air, so the first episode is March 1st. March 1st at 8 a.m. So that means that Friday night at 6 p.m., the after show video will go up. And if you guys want me to go live, I will allow your feedback so that way I can hear from you, you can hear from me, and then we can have a great report. Cool. All right, bet. So, whew, plot twist. When I first started working on this particular one, I was really going to go in a different direction of how it's going to go now. But a lot of shit has happened. While that has happened, and the meantime, between time, I want to make sure that I'm being very transparent and honest, but also not spilling too much tea because I don't need that many people in my business like that. Again, I'm doing my makeup. So, what I'm trying to tell you guys is this. So much shit has happened. Like um, season six, in all honesty, I'm surprised that I'm able to put this together. We just going to be in these streets because we family. Okay, season six almost didn't happen. I was about to let this podcast go and not because I don't love it, not because I don't feel the love and the energy from you guys. It's because in all honesty, these days trying to do a clean podcast, not so much clean, but just do a podcast to the point where people will actually feel you and want to help you and want to welcome you into their homes and want to welcome you into their ear and things like that. If you're not acting a fool, cussing, thumping, or twerking these days, people don't take you seriously. And I hate that because I know that in my life, I'm not the only one going through this. I'm not the only one. I'm just the only one open and honest enough to come to you and say, hey, this is my life. This is me. This is who I am. This is where I am in my life. Either take it or leave it. And that's why the name of the podcast is It's Hard to Be Me. It's because I want you guys to understand that everybody that listens to podcasts or record podcasts do not have a studio. Do not have mics and sponsors and things like that. They do this stuff out their home and they work very hard every day, just like me to make these things to work. And I want to do the same with you guys. So henceforth, that's why we're recording Unplugged this season. So you can know me, I can know you and you know, we just going to be real over here. So when I came to you, when I first hit the beginning of this, I wanted to make sure that I was being very honest with myself when it came to recording. So in December, a lot of things transpired in my life right before I got ready to start plotting for this podcast season. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just going to take a break um, and I'm not going to record, you know, for the winter season. I'm just going to leave it alone. And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? You're not the only 42 year old going through no sugar honey iced tea. Yes, I'm going between cussing and uncussing. Don't judge me. But um, I say, you're not the only person going through it. You're just the only one that's open and honest. Everybody else want to lie and have the veil of ignorance and just don't spill their tea before somebody else do. I'm just going to keep it real on here. And that's just the, that's the only way I can be. I'm sorry. I can't be anything else but that. I... Um, Plot twist was an idea that I came up with because I got tired of people trying to tell me that I need to be mindful about how I post my shit on social media. I'm just going to keep it real. Whoever you know, you know who you are. If you listen to this podcast and you be like, damn, this bitch was talking about me. I sure, will. I sure was. I sure was. This song is about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was about you. Okay. Um, I got tired of people telling me how I should control my narrative on social media. I was pretty much accused of being a whore. Being a whore huh, 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 on social media, but I was a completely different person outside of social media. And I tell people all the time people on social media they ain't real. I mean, like, they real, but not to the point where They walk it like they talk it sometimes. You have very few people that are on social media that say what they say and do what they do. The only difference between me and them is that I ain't got a lot of money because you can make anybody look good with money. So I want to pull back the curtains and do this episode of Plot Twist because I wanted to explain to you guys, sometimes you have to control your narrative and you also have to just... Control the base, the basic stuff in your life. And I wanted to do it while I was doing my makeup. And so I can have a calm mind and just speak from my heart and not speak out of anger. So let me give you a few, a few examples. So I was told that on social media, I come across as a whore. I don't come across as a woman that a man would want to marry, a man would want to be with, or for furthermore, he would not even want to take home. Now, do I like posting pictures? I do. Do I like doing my makeup? Yes, I do. Henceforth, I'm in my face right now. Do I like hanging out? Yes, I do. Why? Because in my 20s and my 30s, I was a mother. So I didn't get a chance to really have a social life. I didn't get a chance to go out and just you know, talk to people and mingle and just learn and grow and have those experiences that most of you 20 and 30 year olds are having now. So I applaud you. I really do because you're able to have the life that I wish I could have had. Now I'm in my early part of my 40s and I want to enjoy my life. And I feel like I should not have to explain myself to anybody. I feel like if I want to go out, I should be able to go out. I feel like if I want to do things, I should be able to do things. I don't have to tell anybody what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. And I just think that's the biggest narrative that, that's really fucked up is that women these days don't, don't have autonomy over their own bodies, don't have autonomy over what they can do and what they can't do because everybody pushed this narrative that you have to, change, that you have to tell somebody what you're doing and when you're not doing it and how you're doing it. When you want to get pregnant, when you don't want to get pregnant, well, let me take that back. You don't have autonomy about when you get pregnant. You don't have autonomy on when you can get married because people feel like that if you're still uh, single when you're in your thirties and in your forties, they think something's wrong. They think something's broke. They think that you have to be molded and a man have to allow in high quotations what that is. And I fail to believe that in this time we're living in that women do not have autonomy over their body, which we all know with the current laws going on, that they're trying to take that from us. And I just personally don't like it. So I wanted to make sure I just let my views be known. You do what you want to with your body. I'm not going to try to convince you or tell you doing anything different. Because at the end of the day, when you lay your head down and go to bed and you close your eyes, that's between you and whoever you serve. I it is not. I am not the judge driven execution over your body. It shouldn't even be like that. I feel like at the end of the day, you know you. And you know what your values and what your core system is. Don't let nobody take that from you. Now, I will say this. I just got to this point in my life right now, like as of three days ago, because that's why I'm leading it to the plot twist so I could tell y'all what's been really going on in my life. So I have not been the best person to say that as far as confidence. And like I said, I always like to tell my tea before somebody can tell it for me um i've i've never been the person to uh have that strength to say you know what if it it don't about like who i am go to heck with gasoline draws on i've never been that person to have that kind of confidence it's something i've had to grow into it's something i've had to learn it's something i've had to fall and bust my behind to get to Um, what led me down this road, you say, thank you. I'm so glad that you asked. Um, my biggest issue, and like I said, again, plot twist. I was that girl that could not tell a man no. Yes, I know. I was dummy, dummy clown. Number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I was her. I was the one that if it was legal, I trusted everything that he said. I didn't question it. I didn't go behind it. I did that but you know what i've learned over the past couple of months that no matter what i do no matter how i change no matter what i put myself out there to be that i would ne- that i would never be enough that i would i would never honestly be enough because in the world that we live in now you have two sets of men you have the men that really care, they actually want to get to know you and know who you are, but as soon as they get with you and they become you know exclusive with you, they want to block you from the world, or two, you have the narcissists that feel like the only person that can do anything is them huh <sighs> I've run into both so what, I'm deal- what I was dealing with, I was dealing with a situation where someone wanted, told me that I presented myself like a whore on social media, that I post all these sexy pictures. I got too many male friends, which um, I did not. By me being a former plus size model and actress and um, voiceover actress, I knew a lot of people in the industry. So I had a lot of connections and people that I knew that was in the industry. And because of that, I did have a lot of people that I kept in contact with for special events, for things that was done around the city. Um, I, I still like to volunteer, so I try to keep my ear to the ground on what's going on in the city. So that way, when I want to go to an event, I could just go. I don't have to cut through six, seven, different, eight different people of corners. I could just, you know, call somebody. I can do what I need to do, and I could be done. And also, I've been at the modeling industry right now almost twelve years. And I really want to get back in it, so I really do need to keep my pulse on the ground as far as photographers and videographers and things like that, so I can get my book reshot. So this particular individual was like, "You, you present yourself like a whore. I don't understand how any man will want to fuck with you because you're a walking red flag." My thing is this: y'all tell me when y'all listen to this podcast, what the fuck is a walking red flag? Now, my thing is this. Do I have a checker pass? Yes. And it ain't nothing crazy or illegal or nothing like that. It's the fact that because I come from an industry of entertainment, people think that you are a pass around, especially if you're a woman. If you're a man, they don't look at you the same. And we all know that. Again, y'all know this is uncut. So I drink my water and I'm in my face. ASMR. So I... Do have a lot, like I said, a lot of connections with men and things like that. So this, like I said, this particular person pretty much got in my ass, told me I was a walking red flag, stated to me that um, if anybody's going to take you seriously or if anybody's going to want to truly deal with you, you're going to have to be the same person on the inside and the outside. And in all honesty, I took offense to it. And why? Because I try to be the same person on social media that I am off social media. I try to... Exemplify myself in a way where people go, dang, I honestly want to get to know her. She's a cool chick, blah blah blah. And it hurt my feelings because I really cared about this person really deeply, and I still do. And it just hurt my feelings because I was like, damn, what kind of representation am I putting out there that make people want to um that makes him want to say this particular thing to me? And for a while. I questioned everything that I did. I felt like that everything I did wasn't good enough. And this comes down to the, what I was saying earlier at the opening of the podcast about me having a problem with telling a man no or telling a man, that, excuse me, that I don't agree with what he is saying. I just took what he said and I said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change my narrative. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And maybe he'll like me. And I'm happy to learn in this season of my life. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to want to deal with you in any capacity. They can see one thing different from you. You can say one thing and they don't like it. And then they will run with it, toy with it, joy with it, or whatever the situation is. My thing is I feel like that you should not judge another person. I'm I'm sorry. It's only one judge, jury, executioner in it's shown in the human form. I'm just saying that's just my view. You serve who you want, that's your business. But I just feel like a person should not judge another individual because you don't know their life, you don't know what they've been through. And you and if you don't know the one true living God and die on the cross, then you already know that um you doing something you're not going to be doing no way. Because everybody is not fault. You know, everybody's at fault. Regardless of who you are. I don't care what it is. So, anywho, I'm sorry. I digress. Again, I'm not trying to offend anybody who don't believe in God. That is your business. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just speaking my truth. And these are my truths and my opinions. Trying to get this makeup out of my pot. So, basically, this individual said those things to me. Told me I was a walking, breathing, red flag. And they can't see themselves getting close to me. Because they said that they feel like that everything I say is a lie. Now, it's hard stop. We're gonna stop right here so y'all can catch your breath. And I know for a fact that y'all probably thinking, then why the hell is you dealing with this individual? Girl, Pine Sus Diva, what the entire fuckity fuckity fuck? Why are you putting your suit through this? Why are you dealing with this? Why? You know what, y'all? I honestly do not know. Um, I feel like a lot of times I am destined for this punishment. And I will reveal that later or down in the season because that's that's a whole nother episode within itself. That's a deeper conversation, and I know for a fact that once I open those can of worms, whoosh! I ain't no telling what's gonna happen. So I don't even want to go down that route right now. But I um I have a big issue of telling telling men no, and that is my fault in mine alone because if I had the confidence to, it would make my life a lot easier. But it doesn't. So. With that being said, if speaking of stress, speaking of things that will get you down, we're going to go ahead and thank our sponsor for this portion of the podcast, Goldie Nutrition. I take the ashwagandha gummies. As y'all can hear in this podcast already, your girl is stressed out. She has been going through the spell, honey. Life has been letting her have it. Okay. But with Golden Nutrition, I promise you guys, it is one of those things that will balance your mood. It's going to even you out. You don't have to smoke a tree to do so, and it's under $20, and it's even better with my discount. So, what I take is the ashwagandha. I also have the apple cider vinegar vinegar gummies. I also have the calm bites if you're a chocolate person like I am. They're gluten-free, non-GMO, plant-based, vegan, and clinically proven to work. So, it helps you relax. Restore on why Want to know how you get these? Thank you for asking. I'll tell you, please go to goldennutrition.com at checkout, push code or put in code TKDiva, that's T-K-D-I-V-A for your savings at checkout. You can get a single uh, container of it. The one I have in my hand, it is 60 gummies. It is the large one. Um, and you can also get different kinds of varieties. I got the variety pack. So I got the uh, trippy immunity gummies. I have the ashwagandha and I have the apple cider vinegar. All those things help me in where I need to go in my life right now. So please go to Golden Nutrition and you're going to uh, type in TK Diva at checkout for your percentage off. Trust me, Golden Nutrition has balanced my mood way more than y'all know because your girl been stressed. Hoo-cha. As I drink this water and pay the bills, I'll be right back to tell you guys more about how my plight was truly twist. Be right back. This portion of the podcast is sponsored by Minty Cosmetics. Minty Cosmetics. Cosmetics for my millennial brothers and sisters. Okay, so y'all know I love makeup. I am obsessed with makeup. And a lot of times people really don't understand why. They be like, girl, you spend so much money on makeup. No, I don't. No, I don't. And you should not either. What I love about them is that not only is a black owned business, but there are women of color and I am so here for it. Now I've been trying, I've been trying their uh, brow products and I am absolutely Obsessed. And it's the holiday season. So go ahead and get your minted cosmetics on. From brow products to lip liners, foundation, foundation sticks, and their holiday kits. Trust me, minted cosmetics will never, ever, ever fail. I promise you that. So go ahead and go to minted cosmetics. And when you check out, use the code TKDIVA. Okay, again, that's T K D I. B, A, for your percentage off. The best part about my coupon code, y'all know I love a layer discount, okay? What's the best part about it is that you can also use the coupon code and get the sale that the website has. Oh my God, Paisa's Diva gave you a drip. Boop, my drop. So go ahead and go to mintycosmetics.com and check out, use the code T. K diva for your percentage off. Thank you so much to minted cosmetics for me being an affiliate partner. And I hope to have a long, beautiful relationship with this company. Now we'll be back with more of pie sauce. David It's hard to be me the podcast. Welcome back to it's hard to be me the podcast. Title of this podcast is called Plot Twist Unplugged. Like I said, again, at the top of the podcast, you're going to hear sounds in the background. You're going to hear fans. You're going to hear everything. Why? Because everybody is not in the studio. So henceforth, I'm going to give you guys real raw into the facts because with all these jobs, I don't have time to edit this season. So here it goes. So you hear me drink water. You hear me doing my makeup. You're going to hear it all this season. Okay, so plot twist back to it. And so, like I said, again, the guy was telling me that I was on Instagram. I was I was searching and, you know, doing all these things when I clearly was not. So, me being insecure as I was, I'm not going to lie to you. And I believed him. I believed everything that he said. I felt so bad. I literally was walk- walking TLC. Damn unpretty. I literally felt that way for a very long time. No matter what I said to this individual, it felt like it wasn't enough. And But I cared about this person so much that I looked past my own insecurities and all I saw was him. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm stupid, ignorant, or just desperate for a man. You see what I'm saying? So um, I continued to listen and then one day we just, it, it just, it just went left and I just got fucking tired. Like for real. Like I got tired. I started really just getting it to me. And working on me and figuring out what I want, what I need, what's best for me, not what's best for everybody else. How can I be a better version of myself than I've ever been? And it's been the best thing I could have ever did for myself because for once in my life, I put myself first. I challenged the status quo. I actually called people out on their sugar honey iced tea and it feels Exhilarating to know that I have reclaimed my time. So, ladies, if you're not a confidence mode, trust me, I feel you. I'm still trying to get into my bag, and you should try to get into yours do too. My daughter always tells me, Mama, you need to get about your money, you need to get about your podcast, you need to get about all these things, you know, else that blah 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 and my thing to her was you know after 40 years old finding love and finding somebody to care for you and like you and want to spend time with you it hits different you know when you're in your 40s as opposed to when you're young and supple and your titties still sitting up high and your booty still big and you're pretty you ain't got no kids you got a job but you don't have like major major you ain't got a a house and car note and all that stuff You can still do all the things that you used to do because it is going to hit different. But when you turn 40, it's a different perspective. And I had to realize it's not a different perspective. You have to change the verbiage in which you talk about. You have to speak about yourself in third party. Like, I know I'm the ish. I know I'm enough. I know that I'm beautiful. I know I'm everything I'm supposed to be. But because, you know, me over here, you know, thinking that, you know, this person cared about me and loved me. That I was just listening to everything this person said. Come to find out, this person had all types of shit going on. And just pretty much just had me in a whole freaking tailspin. And I had no idea what I was even up against. Like, seriously, y'all. Like, if y'all only knew some of those sugar honey iced tea I've been dealing with, oh my God, help me. But it's also my fault. And that's why I want to make sure in this plot twist, I want to make sure that in every situation I tell you guys about, that I'm honest with myself. A lot of this I put myself in because if the plot t- if the plot twist wasn't anything else, I should have known when a person tries to change you, that means that they're trying to hide something from themselves or something is going on that they're not telling you about. So they want to change you, make you feel like you ain't worth shit. So that way they can make themselves feel good and elevate who they are. And I just feel like that is some bull. I really, really do. Like I think that a lot of times we, especially we as women, when you get to a certain age bracket and you start to see all your friends either get married, have babies, be successful, that stuff can get to a woman after a while. Y'all say y'all don't. Y'all say, oh, I'm going to get it to my bag. I'm going to get it to my money. I'm going to get it to everything else. But at the end of the day, when you walk through your door, you close your door, you take your shower, you eat your dinner, if you are alone, it hit different. And I'm telling you that from a woman that do it every day. I work I've worked 3 jobs over the past, well, 3 jobs consecutively, not just 3 separate jobs, but 3 jobs consistent consecutively, and I've done this podcast. And every time, and this is me being very honest, oh my god, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Every time I see my daughter go out and she goes out, you know, goes out over doing whatever it is that she's doing. I get a little bit jealous because I be thinking, my damn, I wish I could do that. I wish that I could be that beautiful and bold and stand 10 toes down in who I am. And not feel bad about not having a life. And it gets to you after a while. It really does. And any woman that come on under my page and say, girl, no it don't. I'm getting in my bag. I'm okay with being that. Lies from the pits of Hades. Stop lying. Stop fucking lying. Like for real. Stop. Just stop. Stop lying. Because we all know that at one time you can come to that conclusion. But it don't happen all at once. You can be confident, independent, and okay to be single, but it takes progress to get there. Don't have nobody thinking in your life that you are okay with being single. That is a lie. I know I am not. And I ain't going to sit up here and try to act like I'm okay with it because I'm not. I like being in a relationship. I like being able to have my number one, somebody I could talk to, somebody I could go to, somebody I could share my dreams and my world and my goals and my aspirations with. This part of my life, I was not ready for it. This was not where I wanted to go in my life. This is not what I wanted to do in my life. It has been a roller coaster in this thing called singlehood. I I can't stand it. I'm just going to be honest. Plot twist. Being single ain't everything. I'm sorry. I, I like being able to come home to somebody. I like having somebody to bounce ideas off of and to spread my goals and dreams with knowing that that person has my back and I have theirs. It feels really odd that my best friend is my child. My best friend should not be my child. My best friend should be somebody else. It should not be my own offspring. And I say, people tell me there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let's not let's not even cut let's cut the BS on this day. Yes, it is. It is a big problem when your child is your best friend. Because when something happens to the parent, Then the child is left with a hole in their mind and their heart because they don't have anybody else that they talk to. So I always encourage my daughter to go and find friends, become social, make memories with other people. So when God forbid, when he called me home, I won't, you know, you won't have a, you you won't, you'll have a hole in your heart for me. But I'll know that you will be able to survive without me because a lot of kids can't. And that's just me being very, very transparent, even though I don't like to talk like that. That's that's very much the truth. So, anywho, I know I digress real hard. I'm like, damn, this, pop, this plot twist all over the place. But all in all, this particular person, I, and, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, how much tea am I going to tell Jesus? I can't lie. I slick have love for him. I do. He's he's literally been everything I've ever wanted in a, in a, in an individual. He's handsome, he's sweet, he works out, he challenges me, he's a man's man. I like all that shit. I love me a man's man. I love a man that dresses nice. I love a man that be able to hold his own in a room. He ain't got to say he a man cuz he is one. I like that shit. I ain't even going to hold. You. I like it. But that can also come with a lot of challenges. Because you as a woman, when you're not used to a man like that, it challenges you to figure out how much of that do you want? Do you want somebody that's that strong? Do you want somebody that's that assertive that you have to take a full backseat for? Are you really, really emotionally ready for a man like that? Or is that type of man not in your calendar book? Or is that above your pay grade? Are you really ready to to allow? And I'm going to use that word. Are you truly really, uh, uh, ready to allow a man to be a real man for you or are you just still ready to be what you are used to being, which is a strong, independent woman, which is nothing wrong with. But I'm just saying if you want a man's man, you have to get everything that comes with that man's man. And that's something I am learning in this season. When you when you date, talk to, or have any kind of conversation or any kind of interaction with a with a man's man... You have to accept everything that comes with that man. Him being real about how you look, him being real about how you carry yourself, him being real about how your friends and family perceive you. If these that close to you, you know, you have to be, you have to be honest. Men like that are different and they can get any woman that they want. So when they choose you, it's really hard to sometimes figure out what is really going on because I know I, I struggle with it. I struggle with my confidence. You know, with him, I really, really do because I feel like that a lot of times I'm not good enough for him that I am not what um, he would want me to be. And it shouldn't be like that. You should not be able to define yourself in a man. But plot twist, ladies, when you get over 40 years old and you are dating differently and dudes and, you know, in this age in which we live in are are picking women differently, you start to look at yourself like, damn, like, am I really really doing what i'm supposed to do like am i really being the woman i say i am or i just been giving up a facade for so long that it just sits different it hits different i i just find it funny how we don't really be honest with ourselves in these conversations and i just want to peel back the layers and be honest today and say are you the lady's question is are you being really honest with yourself if you have a man's man in your face wanting to be with you Could you, could you step down and allow him to lead? Could you step down and allow him to be the man that he wants to be for you? Or are you scared? Because I know it scares me. It scares me with a passion. And I could be honest and say that and stand in full conviction where I am right now. You know, my name is Pine Size Deep. I'm 42 years old. And that scares me. Because when you have men that are that strong and you allow them to lead you in a different direction, then you have a tendency to either go one or two ways. Either they're going to hurt you, they're going to play you, or they're going to actually do right by you. But you don't know what direction it is until you take the chance and you take the leap. You don't, you don't know what direction it is. You have no idea what direction you're going to go in. How is that going to go? How is it going to benefit your life? How is it going to make it conducive to the next chapter for you? You don't know that until after you make the leap. Trust me, I have made a lot of negative decisions with this particular individual because I was scared. Because I've been very transparent about the fact that I have a lot of childhood trauma. And in my childhood trauma, I have allowed a lot of that to hinder how I open up to people, how I open up in situations and relationships and, and interactions I have with men. Like, because I was always taught that... um a man would never love me. I never, a man would never want to be with me in that capacity. So anytime a man tells me to do something, I need to do it because I might not be able to find another man that would care for me and love for me and be with me on that level. So I had for a very long time, I had a very distorted view on what love looked like, what a real man looked like, what a real situation looked like. How does that look for me? How does that is cause that conducive to my life? And I can admit that now because I'm grown. When you're younger, you don't realize that every situation that you're in, they pretty much, men can sense when a woman has not had a dad at home. Men can sense when a woman has been traumatized, bruised, better treated wrong not done right trust me ladies they can sniff out desperation love from a mile away i promise you i am speaking from experience they can sniff it out they can sniff it out and the reason why i say that with such conviction because that was her i was she she was me um i was i was that girl and i was that girl that every time a man got with me i was so desperate To have somebody in my life that I pretty much let him do whatever he wanted to do. And I agreed to it because I was so scared to be alone. And because of that, I dealt with a lot of emotional abuse, physical abuse, psychological abuse. I dealt with a lot of emotional manipulation. Also, oh, you're going to be that girl. You're going to be that insecure girl. You're going to be asking me all about this and blah, blah, blah. And what kind of woman is this? You a grown ass woman. Why are you asking me about that? You know, I ain't got to tell you everything, but I want to know where you at. I want to know what you're doing, who you with. I don't know if you really are with your girlfriends. I don't know if you're really doing this or doing that. Like, That was my life for a very, 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 it was my life for a long fucking time because I didn't have the confidence to say, you know what, mother sucker, in the words of Michael Blackson, you know what, mother sucker, how you gonna ask me about me when when I ain't even asking about you? I never questioned a man's judgment. Anytime a man told me something, I believed it. And I know, like I said, y'all gonna rock me real hard in these comments when it comes to this podcast, but I really don't care. Like I said, tell your truth before they do. That is an honest statement. But I I was that girl. I honestly trusted everything that a man said to me. If you would have told me that I would be that girl when I was in my 20s, I would have told y'all the lies from pits of hell. But I have become that girl. I have become that girl that I, if a man tells me something, I say, Oh, okay. Dumb AF, stupid AF, beyond the stupid mcnooper, just ignorant, just me. Ooh, child. I can admit that now, but I was that girl and I feel like that as I've gotten older and I've had a chance to grow, I've had a chance to evolve as a woman and realize, starting to realize my worth because I hadn't got there yet. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I said, i tell my truth before they do. I ain't got there yet, but I'm working on it and I've come to realize that no matter what I do, if a man don't want to build me, he ain't going to be with me. I'm sorry. That's just that's just the truth. If a man don't want to build me, he ain't gonna build me. If a man don't love me, he ain't gonna love me. If he ain't gonna, if he don't want to do right by me, he not gonna do right by me. that can span to any relationship if a person don't want to do right by you they not regardless of how much money you got regardless of how much coochie or ding that you give them no matter how much head you give out no matter how much you would let that person drive your car have access to your atm card, have access to everything about you no matter what you do if that man or woman or whatever your relationship status is, do not want to be with you. Trust and believe they are not going to be with you. They are going to find every reason possible to downgrade you, degrade you, make you feel like shit, and then have you sitting on the couch, waiting by the phone, praying they call, crying yourself to sleep every night, wondering what did you do wrong to piss this person off to get to that point. Trust me, I have been that girl. I have been that girl for a very long time. I was her. What, 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 what threw me out of it was my daughter. And that's just being honest. I sat in my bed for about six days recently crying. And I, and I wasn't crying because of the situation. Well, I did for the first two. I was crying because I was wondering, how did I get here? How did I get here again? How did I get in this situation? What in the hell, what, what mistakes did I make? That got me back to this place of desperation. Of please, please see about me. Hug me, hold me, love me, yay. Like, how did I get here? Seriously. Like, that was, my, that was my question. How did I get here? How did I get to this space in my life? How did I let this situation get this far? And the first thing my first self, myself, said, huh? Said, girl, this is you. You did this to your dang self. You did this because you knew. You know better. But because you let whatever that you never left you let the world tell you that after forty years old that if you're single that you're you're thrown away you're damaged goods you allowed that shit to get to you, and because of that it allowed you to accept things that you normally would have not, and I had to be honest with myself I had to face myself in the mirror I had to deal with my own insecurities I had to walk away from a lot of situations. I had to distance myself from people. I had to be able to figure out who do I love? Do I love me or do I love the world? Do I love him or do I love me? Do I love my child? Do I love myself? Do I give it all up? Do I do whatever it is you got to do just so I won't be by myself? Because you know, the older you get, the more you don't want to be alone. I'm like, so I had to make a lot of decisions within my life. And those decisions were not pretty. They were not pretty at all. And they were very toxic. They were very scary. They were very harsh and brash. And I just felt like I needed to make that choice for myself. So I took some time. I prayed. I asked God to forgive me because I had made a lot of missteps along the way. Um, And I asked for peace that passes all understanding. Because I tell you ladies and gentlemen, the power of forgiveness is a powerful tool, baby. I will say this. Forgiveness is a powerful tool. You cannot forgive somebody and throw it in their face. Let me say it again for the people who are listening overseas. You cannot say that you forgive a person and throw it in their face. It don't work that way. If you're going to forgive a person, forgive that person all the way through. Don't have no judgment. Don't have no second wing about it. Don't think about it. If you're going to forgive, forgive wholeheartedly. I think people these days really forget the essence of forgiveness. And instead of them saying they forgive you, they'll forgive you for the moment. So if you forgive a person for the moment, then quite frankly, you don't need to be talking to that person. You don't need to be dealing with that person. You don't need to be every time that y'all have an argument. Well, bitch, I saw you down the street last week about five years ago and you was talking to this dude. What you fucking her? what you dealing with? Her? Or she going, oh my God, you cheated on me with this raggedy heifer. And well, two weeks ago, you was two minutes and 15, six, 56 seconds late home from work. And who was you cheating? Who was this bitch? Who was this? If you're doing all that, you don't need to be with that person. You don't. You really don't need a better that person. That person don't need to be with you, and y'all need to move on with y'all life and count it up to the game and just move on. And that's just being completely honest. I feel like if you're gonna forgive, forgive all the way, start a new chapter, fold it over and start over and call it anew. Cause the way I look at it is this: If God can forgive me for my sins and everything that I have done up to this point, up to this moment in my life, whoever you serve, that's your business. I'm talking about me, cause this is my podcast. Period hard stop. If God can forgive me for everything that I've done, if God can have mercy and grace on me to blow breath in my body on a daily basis, give me closed in my right mind, give me the use of my limbs and organs, continue to let me pay my bills and be merciful in that I can forgive people. This particular individual, I have forgiven. Fully. I don't bring it up. I don't throw it in that person's face. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I'm better than that. They might not be better than that. Let me just make sure I put that out there. They might not be better than that, but I'm better than that. Because at the end of the day, I know that I serve a God that is merciful. I serve a God that, you know, might not sound like I serve a God, but I love, love me some G-O-D. Okay. Um... I serve a God that understands that we're going to all fall. We all fall short from the glory of God. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. It's how you readjust, it's how you realign yourself to be the best version of you that you can be. If you cannot fall and get back up with grace and dignity and understand that God is a forgiving God, then you are serving the wrong God, period. I said what I said, meant what I said, period. Complete hard stop. So. I just want you guys to understand this thing in life plot twist is very tricky. You have to be very careful with your heart. You have to be very careful with your mind and your spirit. Trust me, I am learning this situation. I'm still dealing with it. Let me make sure I put that clear. As of February after Valentine's Day, I am still dealing with this situation. I am still trying to piece my heart back together because this person broke me. Broke me emotionally broke me psychologically. I questioned everything about me. I questioned everything about who I was as a woman. And I know I have lived and I have I have been through some stuff, but I questioned everything about me. Everything. All the way down to how I present myself on social media, my podcast, changing the layout of my podcast because this particular person called me out on it. Um I I mean all the way down to how I dress. How I present myself, I mean, you name it, you run the gamut. The thing is, is I feel like at the end of the day, everybody's entitled to their own decisions in their own right. Should nobody have that much autonomy over not only just life, but over an individual? And quiet as care, I allowed this person to do so because, in all honesty, I was desperate. I was desperate. I get as I get older, my 43rd birthday is coming up in June and I started looking like, dang, like what now? Like you've been through so much. You've 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 done you've done a lot so far. And I pray to God, allow me to do more. But at the same time, you have to be honest with yourself. Are you truly where you want to be? Are you truly trying to get to the next level of success or are you just playing? So it makes me question a lot about it and I'm still working through it and I praise God for grace and mercy and understanding and wisdom and guidance every day. But I'm still working on it and I want you guys to go on that journey with me. Like I said, I peel back my own teeth so can't nobody tell it. I spill my own teeth so ain't nobody got to say nothing. That's always been the gamut of how I felt. I've never made it a secret that I'm a flawed and broken individual, and I will continue to say so. I'm not going to try to be something that I'm not, because that is not the pint-sized diva way. I can't do it. I'm sorry. That's just not my narrative. That's not my tea. That's not my life. I can't do it. If you want to go on this ride with me this season with the unplug, feel free. If not, I still love you. I still care about you, and there is nothing I won't do for you in prayer. Okay, so I've been starting out my day and ending my day in prayer. So because this topic was so personal for me to make sure I don't take that with me, I'm going to end this the way that I should. I'll be back, y'all. Here goes the way that I'm going to end this podcast. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, be those who trespass against us. Forgive us our debt and our debt to us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Father God's great closest podcast. I know that there is a blessing in the mess that I am dealing with. And for that, I thank you. I thank you for the negative. I thank you for the drama. I thank you for the mess. I thank you for the tears. I thank you for the anguish. I thank you for the hurt in my spirit. Father God, I thank you for it all. Because there is a life lesson that you wanted me to learn that I did not have enough sense to learn for myself. And for that, I Thank you. I thank you to everyone who decided to close their eyes and have this prayer with me. I thank you for me being an active listener. I know I have fallen completely short from the grace of you. And I know that I have made a ton of mistakes. But God, I am thanking you for keeping me when I didn't have enough sense to keep myself. I'm thanking you for loving me when I didn't have enough sense to love myself. I'm thanking you for giving me the confidence that I have never really truly had until late. And Lord, I know there's somebody here that's going to listen to this podcast and be wondering why is she praying on her podcast? You know why I'm praying? Because I know how far that you have brought me. I know where you have shielded and protected me and put me in spaces that I know that I could have never gotten in if it wasn't for you. I know for a fact there would not be a pint-sized diva. It's hard to be me without you. I know I would not be able to live in the spaces that I'm living in right now if it wasn't for you. I know that my next career move and my next elevation in my podcast will not be because of me it will solely be because of you so i am not going to end this podcast the way most people would in the way that i normally would have half in all five seats in my podcast. i'm going to end it the way that i need to which is giving you the glory giving you the honor giving you the praise in the public space you bless me in private and in public so i can praise you in private and in public and i said what i said and i meant what i said i'm praying for the hedge protection around my life my family my health My child, anybody that's attached to me. Also, Father God, for those who ask, why am I praying on my podcast? Because it's necessary. In the world we are living in, Prayer is going to be the only standing thing that is going to change in the, the the forefront of this. But we also know that your word has to go forth, and you have to get, you have to let those things go in where the way they're supposed to go. So, Lord, I'm just asking you to heal my mind, heal my body, heal my spirit, Father God. And in this mess. There is a blessing. I pray that I've touched one heart, one mind, one soul daily. I have done my job and I pray that somebody will understand where I'm coming from in this podcast, understand why I've been so raw, so real, so uncut to the point in this season and I've been diligent and head fast. About making sure that I put that message out there. I thank you for that. And I pray that you bless my podcast exceedingly and abundantly. And for those who are not to be here. Remove them from my life. And those who are meant to be here. Understand. Spread what I've said. And hopefully I can help another young lady. That might be going through the same things I'm going through. So she could be a better person. I just thank you in this moment. I just thank you. I repent for my sins on the daily. In your son Jesus name, amen. Until next time you guys, peace. Hi everybody, this is Pine Size Diva, your host of It's Hard to Be Me, the podcast. If you love this episode and you want to listen to more, also you want to go to my Instagram, that's I-T-S-H-A-R-D, the number two, B-E-M-E, where you will see Instagram reels and conversations from me. So if you like this podcast, continue to follow me on social media. Come on in the room. Bye guys.